There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I didn't care about nothing else but partying. I should be doing horror film music. Yeah, fuck. Kunde vi få över oss det här? Hej, 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 gang that pressure. Jag älskar ju liksom så typ koncept. It's exciting, it's fresh, it's different. The purists hated it. It's really strange. I tried working for the man, but well, fuck it, you know. Whatever makes you feel good, go with it. Old to the new. A flavor from the old, so you don't scare people, but with the future sound. Möt britten som väver tunna melodislöjor och skapar lager av känslor som pendlar mellan det dystopiska och det euforiska. Musik som gjord för film. Music is a very emotionally manipulative thing and many examples of music to film are emotionally manipulative on purpose. And so of course you can't help but be moved or you know affected by score to film. Det här är musik och Danulf med Ryan Lee West, känd som Rival Consoles. Mustiga, atmosfäriska vidder med en stark tonvikt på melodi är hans signum. Rival Consoles skapar melodier med ambienta texturer där syntarna frammanar upplevelsen av ett soundtrack till en dramatisk dröm. Hey Ryan och välkommen till Musik och Danulf. Hello. Um yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um I've just come back from a North American tour so I might sound slightly jetlagged. <laughs> Ryan Lee West hanterar många instrument men gitarren ligger honom närmast hjärtat. Indiescenen blev vägen in i det egna skapandet innan han insåg att det här inte skulle hända och det digitala komponerandet tog över. Gitarren däremot spelar fortfarande en roll då ljudbilden som formade honom i shoegaze-rörelsen som älskade sina distade gitarrer och maxade effektboxar med mycket rymd och efterklang till monumental styrka. Hans musik uppfattas ofta som komplex och djup och kan frammana känslor vilket gör upplevelsen särskilt effektiv för film. Möjligtvis ligger det djupt rotat sedan barndomen då i princip det enda som spelades i hemmet var soundtrack till filmer. Well, I I kind of grew up watching a lot of films um, from a young age. In fact, my mum and dad were kind of were more into films than they were into music so Definitely from a young age, I was very obsessed with the Sergio Leone films. So, of course, um, Morricone, 
has always been a massive influence on me from a young age. You know, especially because his music, again, I think he achieves such drama and power with very kind of minimal uh, ingredients. There are obviously examples where the music's more complicated, but I think he, he's such a powerful, or was, obviously he's passed away now, but he was such a powerful force as a composer, almost actually to the point where it's too much. You don't really witness music in film anymore where the music is like jumping out of the picture. I guess you've got Hans Zimmer and people like that, but generally uh, it, there's something quite wild about his music sitting on the film and not being too distracting, but also it's so powerful that you can just listen to it, you know, as music by itself. And yeah, I love well, so ma so many of his compositions uh, from a young age. Obviously Bernard Herrmann, because um, I grew up watching a lot of the Alfred Hitchcock films. And then, of course, as I got a little bit older, I watched, you know, later works like Taxi Driver. But yeah, I'm definitely very in in influenced, I think, from a young age by film score, um, even before I even thought about making music. Because, of course, music is a very emotionally manipulative thing, and many examples of music to film are emotionally manipulative on purpose. And so, of course, you can't help but be um, moved or, you know, affected by um, score to film. That's the beauty of it, really. But, yeah, it's definitely been an influence over the years. På de åtta nio album som han givit ut har Ryan Lee West använt gitarren på ett väldigt diskret sätt. Ofta gömd bakom lager av effekter eller ibland utan att den ens kan anas. Gitarrens mångsidiga ljud har ändå påverkat honom starkt och bidragit till den ljudbild han skapar idag. Han experimenterar ofta med olika ljudlandskap och håller sig mycket till vad vi klassar som elektroniska, syntetiska ljud. Även om man har gitarren som en slags grundton i allt han gör. Att skapa musik till film och tv gör att det händer något då det som komponerats får en tydlig motpart och inte själv spelar huvudrollen. As soon as you begin to write music to picture of any kind the most simple thing changes for the composer and, and for the listener, uh, viewer slash viewer. So I think there's some magic in the fact that a whole new world is opened up just by the very fact that music is no longer the driving factor, but actually it's complementary to image. And there's so much uniqueness and excitement, I think, can be born out of that. And it's definitely been a big influence, I think, in the last sort of five Well, maybe even 10 years of my making. Ja, ibland tas det snabba beslut och ska det gå riktigt fort då är modeindustrin ett bra exempel. Modellen Bella Hadid skapade rubriker hösten 2022 när hon under en visning av det franska märket Coperni fick en kreation sprayad direkt på kroppen. Självklart framför världens mode- och kändiselit. 
Och det här var en unik och speciell händelse inom textil- och modeindustrin som gav Eko världen över. Bella Hadid gives fast fashion a whole new meaning as she walks the runway in a spray painted gown. The model had everyone's attention at Paris Fashion Week during Bella Hadid has closed the fashion show in Paris with a rather different performance. The 25-year-old model appeared on the runway wearing sheer Rival consoles spår Untravel valdes, men däremot var det ingen som meddelat honom om hans roll i det hela. Well, that was actually unusual because that so that was just a piece of music that I already made and they used that without permission. Um and that that's almost kind of okay because in the fashion world things happen so fast that sometimes things just get done. But yeah, that was one of those strange moments where my music was basically used in you know an extremely big publicity stunt that was seen by hundreds of millions of people within 24 hours and then gone forever kind of it was like this it came and it went very quickly because that music in particular is quite important to me on an emotional level and i i did actually think that it was really beautiful that the way that they used it in the context but it was just unusual because there was no kind of credit that my music was used in that situation En inte alltför desillusionerad Ryan Lee West som ändå uppmärksammades så smått för sitt bidrag. Det hela är kanske inte så konstigt och hans musik uppenbarligen uppmuntrar till spänning och en plats i ett större sammanhang. Ryan bor sedan 15 år tillbaka i London men kommer från Leicester. En stad som är arbetarklass där konsten inte har någon stor plats. Leicester är en stad som är lite av varje och inte har något som direkt sticker ut. En helt vanlig stad någonstans i världen. Kreativa människor känner sig lite som outsiders där och tenderar att flytta till storstäderna. Ryan han växte upp i det här gränslandet mellan landsbygd och storstad. Och i mitten av 80-talet så får då Leicester en ny kreativ kraft som invånare. Ryan Lee West föds och hans liv beskrivs självklart med en filmreferens. It was just very typical. I mean like in a way it's it's there's lots of kind of boredom and you know restlessness. I mean in a way a, a lot of my growing up was similar to the kind of things that were happening in the film Stand by Me where there's lots of playing around on train tracks. For some It's the last real taste of innocence. You're never going to get out of this town now, my Gory. You can do anything you want, man. And the first real taste of life. This is really a good time. The most a blast. But for everyone, it's the time that memories are made of. So darling, darling, Constantly just doing things that are not advised. <laughs> and, and parents never knew what was going on. You know, making fires and just hanging out and drinking in the park very kind of typical things really for like you know young teenagers um there's always the threat of like something nasty was going to happen you know the, the same kind of things that happen in small towns um really nothing you know remarkable <laughs> so, so how much did boredom lead you to music i don't i don't know if it was boredom as such because i've Ever since I was really young, I've always been obsessed with making. Um, 
no matter what it is, you know, for it could be any kind of medium. So I think I've always been interested in the act of making. And of course, when you start to learn a musical instrument, that's just allows that to become even more obsessive almost. So I think it's always been a part of my personality type um, with or without boredom. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just very drawn to like constructing things and seeing what things can be made out of any given medium, you know, obviously even even when you're a child and you're playing with lego there are people that play with it but then there are people that really obsess about it and like spend huge amounts of hours like constructing things i was more like that kind of a person uh, that kind of a child so in in a way music is obviously just an extension of that like you are playing with material and like there is a childlike quality to making music um as an adult so there's for me it's not really so much about the environment it was more just about my kind of I think the personality type that I developed quite early on and and what was it, what was it that actually led you to um, to start um, your interest in music I started to play the guitar when I was 12 and immediately formed a band as people do with friends. Um, I became quite obsessed with song structures, I think, straight away. So, And at the time, um, I was obsessed with OK Computer, which had basically just came out, or at least it was a year in um, a year past the release date. And obviously that album is quite um, comprehensive when it comes to song structures. So a 12, 13 year old me was like in awe of how interesting and diverse the song structures and composition style was. So I just became very obsessed with just making and trying to make, construct songs in different ways, obviously very badly because I didn't really have the intelligence or or skills to do it, but I'm the kind of person that tries to do the thing even if I've not got the ability to. And yeah, I just think that was a big starting point. because I was really obsessed with that album, by the way. I mean, really, like, just listened to it thousands of times. So so what has uh, patience taught you? Um, well, I think you need patience for... Okay, for example, if you're working with electronic music and, you know, computers and synths and all the different types of technologies that come with electronic music... You need a huge amount of patience, I think, just to understand your relationship with those things, because you just, it's very easy to make something. But of course, we can just make things and they don't reflect what we actually want or what we actually care about. And it's, I think you just need a lot of sensitivity and patience to understand what it is that you really want to do. And that might not come quickly, that might take years of research. Um, and that's okay, but of course it might not feel okay, but I think we we should live in a world where we're allowed to explore ideas without coming up with, um, you know, results that fit our expectations immediately. Whereas I think when I was younger, I had this attitude of, I need to create results that are, that are you know, good, but good is very subjective, obviously, because the, I as an individual might not even know what's good, it, um, it, for me even. Um, so this, yeah, I just think 
I was quite impatient in the beginning, in in a way that most young people are probably with music. Um, and yeah, over time, I've developed a more sensitive, considered approach, um, which again I think is pretty typical of, you know, getting older and you you know starting to notice simple things more. Whereas in the past, you might overlook very simple but powerful things. Efter att han spelat i band i några år så började han leka fram nya ljud i datorn för att bli en bättre gitarrist snarare än att han skulle skapa egen musik. Att arbeta med en dator gjorde att det blev vildare och knasigare än det han faktiskt kunde bidra med i bandet. Det blev intensivt och han kunde drömma och uppleva hur idéerna kom till liv. Plötsligt fanns det något nytt och annorlunda som lockade. Och fascinationen för shoegaze-banden som han växte upp med avtog och ersattes av Aphex Twin, Square Pusher, Clark och mycket av det som gavs ut på skivbolaget Warp. I början var det tydligt att det var rytmerna som hade fångat hans fokus. Första projektet kom ut och står så här idag som en tydlig markering till något som kan separeras från det han senare gjort. Det var när han lät mjukvarusyntarna pausa och gick tillbaka till det han älskade som barn. Att leka och pilla på saker och låta datorn få ta en sekundär roll vid skapandet. Han köpte några syntar och begränsade sina möjligheter och det var då han hittade sitt sound. Det blir en slags inbyggd minimalism i det sättet att arbeta. Då kändes det inte som att han hade gjort något speciellt. För, för honom var det kaotiskt och intensivt som i all skapande process. Men för en utomstående upplevdes det som en ny riktning. Och när han ser tillbaka så förstår han att det var som ett skifte. Men då var det mest stressande. When I started to acquire hardware instead of working purely inside a computer... I think that complemented my obsessive nature because obviously a computer allows an obsessive nature to run wild in a way that's perhaps not actually um, helpful for making art. Whereas working with hardware, you're immediately limited. So it's almost like the tension between being obsessive and the limitation of hardware, it allows for more considered results in a way. It It feels like... The, the relationship's a little bit more c- controlled and so I, f- I feel like I started to give way to music that made more sense because of this relationship with hardware limitation and you know a kind of obsessive stream of consciousness When you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring At BlueNile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, attitude. Alexander Whitley är en brittisk koreograf som driver sin egen ballett och arbetar över hela världen. Hans intresse för frågor som rör vår relation till teknik och dystopiska scenarier gjorde det till ett perfekt möte när han tog kontakt med Ryan Lee West för att höra om han ville skapa musik till en föreställning. Resultatet blev Overflow, ett 75 minuter långt album till Whitleys dansföreställning. Musiken arbetades fram samtidigt som dansarna repeterade under Alexander Whitleys ledning. Overflow är en episk och dystopisk musikalisk upplevelse. Något som han erkänt han aldrig hade kunnat skapa själv om det inte vore för att han blev inspirerad av dansarnas rörelser och inlevelse. I like... And they were like... Yeah, so we were constantly writing and making music in in rehearsals. Um, it's just very exciting and it's obviously quite intimidating because the idea that you have to try and make things work with other people in a room live is not easy to do and production of music can be a very slow and time consuming thing and yeah it's just there are lots of magical moments that just appeared in in the kind of research or developing stage of making that project for example monster which is a very minimal piece of music but it's also extremely powerful and um it has its own sense of character i think quite immediately and that allows for the dancers to react to that um but there's no way that piece of music could have been made without this kind of relationship because it's such an unusual even though it's so simple it's almost there's almost it's almost one note for 10 minutes to an extent like um it's very kind of repetitive and yeah just very unusual it's kind of it almost sounds like it's drunk to me there's a drunkenness to the feeling of it um and a kind of like insanity to it but It, it it's just things that can only be born out of seeing dancers and trying things out and seeing how things feel and behave in the space um 
and that goes for many of the compositions throughout the uh, album or the, or the piece in general and that, and monster was actually the way that the piece actually starts um, so it's a very powerful kind of introduction to a huge contemporary dance The piece is really about how big data affects our lives. Ryan om hur Whitleys föreställning ville ta upp människans naiva interaktion och inställning till teknologiska framsteg och förhoppningen om att allt det nya i princip bara kommer oss till nytta. For me it was more about the unknowingness and the kind of the fact that we're in a society where there are lots of things happening that we don't really fully understand. We don't understand the power of them necessarily and that's obviously quite an, an alarming thing and that happens at all different levels of course um but yeah it was it was it was a really amazing project to work on because he he wanted to explore this idea um on a large scale and so that affected and influenced a lot of the work so there are lots of for example electromagnetic recordings of data um via social media there are kind of ai algorithms that are actually constructing some of the music structures that i worked with and there are lots of basically invisible and visible things in the music which are kind of analogous to basically society there are things obviously that we know about that are going on and there are things that we don't really know about or don't understand that are going on uh, that, that that do affect us that's the, that's the kind of important thing um because obviously a lot of this is subjective but what isn't subjective is the fact that we're definitely in a society where we are shaped quite dramatically by the tools that we use on a daily basis and it's just yeah it's just very interesting very interesting to think about and of course in the last five or so years it's been very there's a lot of kind of controversy you know with like big companies being taken to court you know lots of lots of illegal or legal or like tensions between what is right and the relationship between government and companies and um information privacy and you know general things but like obviously we're in quite a complicated point in technology where it's just not clear what is the best thing to do because obviously the people that are shaping society uh, don't always have the best intentions <laughs> to say the very least but is that so yeah <laughs> um you know if they have you know any good intentions at all but anyway it was a, it was a great piece to work on because it's very enjoyable to think about things like that Black Mirror är den framgångsrika brittiska sci-fi-tv-serien som ständigt tar upp dystopiska ämnen på ett nytt och berörande sätt. Mörkt, tankeväckande och fullt av moraliska dilemman. När seriens första avsnitt kom 2011 så verkade många av ämnena som en utopi för att nu mer än ett decennie senare redan vara självklara. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. 
2019 var det så dags för Rival Consoles att skapa musik för ett avsnitt ur den femte säsongen. Striking Vipers tar upp otrohet, vardagsflykt och en framtid där spelens verklighet blir vår. I love you till There's something going on. Something going on. That's what I said. Not one minute more. Nothing is going on. Här fortsätter han indirekt på temat som togs upp i föreställningen Overflow, teknologins påverkan på våra dagliga liv. Ryan skrev musiken till avsnittet där två vänner inleder ett förhållande i ett spel och de komplikationer som det innebär för livet utanför spelet. Här är det tydligt hur han frammanar en samtida och futuristisk gnista som väver ihop spänning och dramatisk effekt. Yeah, which is also related in a way because of course that is looking at the more dystopian problematic aspects of technology in general or like you know various science fiction um narratives but yeah that actual episode that i scored was extremely difficult um because it it kind of explored so many different themes that as a composer i felt it was extremely difficult to express in a co- coherent way what was going on in the episode um but The interesting thing is that episode really, really touched and moved so many people um, in a really, really kind of resonant, emotional way. I was messaged every day for years after that. Better kick your ass, motherfucker. Yeah? You're gonna try. Round one. Fight! Especially, I think there's one particular piece of music which we then released. Um which is just a very kind of tragic it's almost like um it's got an opera kind of tragedy quality to like this exhausted um yeah like a kind of love that doesn't work to an extent in the music i think which really connected with a lot of people um so i'm kind of proud of some of the some of the pieces of music that i made for that Rival-konsols musik till Black Mirror är dystopisk storslagenhet. Små penselstråk av välvalda ljudskikt lyfter fram det visuella och känslomässiga budskapet i avsnittet. Han skapar sin musik på en melodisk grund men skulpterar varje komposition runt många olika knappt noterbara delar och ofta med rytmisk bas. Arpeggion är på många sätt prio för hans lekfullhet. Synten som spelar huvudrollen har ofta en stum rullande arpeggio och sen fylls det ut med efterklangvärdig en arena. När han vill reducera och skapa enkelhet så handlar det om att låta melodin få ta plats och istället skapa en försynt värld där bakom och kombinera det lilla och nära som berör och samtidigt låta känslan av det grandiosa vara där. En slags reduktionens maximerande. When something achieves a lot with very few ingredients, I think it's extremely powerful and everyone's kind of drawn to that. Um, whereas obviously maximalist or very complicated music can can be just as dramatic, but I think it's it's not as powerful somehow. So I think I'm just definitely drawn to 
achieving things with very few components and I'm constantly not achieving that but I, it, the, the desire and the kind of hope is to try and find ingredients that work together in a magical way with very little um it's just yeah it's just a kind of subjective taste that I've acquired but it's I mean it might it might also be it based on the fact that we live in a world that is so busy and chaotic with information that to hear a very elegant minimalist composition is in contrast to that you know to our lives as we use the internet just the internet alone um there's something really beautiful about that because you know just within like an hour it's very easy to be um overwhelmed with thousands of pieces of information so maybe it's something to do with the current state of existence via technology that minimalism is a kind of escapism somehow um but of course it can't be forced it's more about just um constantly exploring and and trying to be sensitive towards things um sensitive towards obviously space plays a big role in minimalism because density i think is quite a shortcut um to impressing people because if you make something extremely dense and powerful that immediately makes an impact whereas it's a lot harder i think to make the same impact with a, a more sensitive vulnerable um, sparse arrangement so i just think yeah there's something there's almost like a holy grail aspect to it uh, for me and probably for a lot of pe- composers in general i mean if you look at the greatest pop music that's ever made i think the majority of them are a very 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 sparse like um and very considered and very decluttered as music uh, as as compositions and arrangements um yeah and it's just it's just a very elegant thing to to try and uh, to try and accomplish Ryan Lee West har varit skivbolaget Erased Tapes trogen sedan starten. Han träffade grundaren när skivbolaget bara var en lös tanke och sen har arbetet fortsatt. Skivbolaget har sedan framgångsrikt givit ut musik med Nils Fram, A Winged Victory for the Sullen, Kiasmos, Olafur Arnalds, Lubomir Melnyk, Masayoshi Fujita och Penguin Café bara för att nämna i alla fall ett gäng. Robert Rats heter mannen som startade skibolaget 2007 och han har sedan dess haft lika stort fokus på det visuella och hur omslagen interagerar med musiken. Erased Tapes ligger hela tiden nära i brytpunkten mellan det klassiska och det experimentella. I guess the minimal kind of identity came mainly with the combination of classical instrumentation and a sort of more contemporary electronic arrangement and, and approach. And you've also mentioned the sort of interest of, in, in, in classical music as well. Um, has that, would you say it's affected um, the way you, you compose? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I mean, even to the point where I kind of reference quite uh, literally Mahler in Untravel at the end, because... For those who don't know Mahler's work, he has, amongst being a genius and like having incredible music, he tends to have these extremely suspended, almost never-ending resolves at the end of compositions. Um, 
it's almost like everything's stretched and and then very very like right towards the very end you get a, a, a tiny resolve like and it's just you know almost like the sound of exhaustion to me the sound of somebody being exhausted but i did that in the end of untravel i kind of like almost mimicked the ending of his compositions where there's this really really slow major chord resolve which is something you don't really get a lot in electronic music um but yeah so it's definitely shaped and influenced a lot of my music especially in the in the form of suspensions like suspending energy and holding tension and then allowing it to release now of course that's happening all the time in like techno and a lot of dance genres but i i don't mean it in like a rhythmic sense of tension i mean like in a purely harmonic chordal sense of tension because i think my music's generally melodic and harmonic rather than it is rhythmic so that's definitely the kind of classical attitude of tension and release through harmony has definitely influenced a lot of the decisions that i've made in my music Du har hört musik och Danulf om artisten Ryan Lee West som ger ut musik som Rival Consoles. Han skapar någonting monumentalt, sakralt. Det är stora vidder och obegränsad rymd. Och kanske är det precis det som behövs för att vi ska förstå storheten i livet. En lista på musiken kan du hitta där du ser informationer om avsnittet. Och för att supporta artisten effektivt så kan du kolla in Bandcamp och besöka konserter. Som nu den 9 november när Rival Consoles gästar Sverige för första gången. Jag heter Kalle Dernulf. Vi hörs. Mm.